pay attention. We're gonna teach you something real special. Real special today. This is two coins. Two coins. Two coins. With my boy Wally. Wally. Then Ronnie. Then Ronnie. Wherever you're at, we're at. Showing two sides of the same coin. Let me know what y'all think. Two coins. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter today. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Two Coin Podcast. It's your boy Ronnie. And I'm Wally, the other side of the coin. Today's episode is brought to you by Bayonet and Black Horse Golf once again. Man, I ain't gonna lie, that golf course kicked my ass. Before we get into that, man, we got two very special guests for with us today. You know what I mean? Homies, roomies, all that for life. Nick and Clay, how y'all doing today? We're doing good. good. How are you? Doing good. Uh, you know, you know. Had to get you guys on the pod one time. Yeah, happy you, to be here. I'm so excited. excited. <laughs> first of all, hey, how'd you guys enjoy the day, first of all? Oh, it was so fun. I mean, I didn't do anything. I just drove the golf, golf cart. That but shit is hella fun. By that was it. <laughs> oh, it was great day. Great day. You know, we we had our we had our struggles in the beginning, but we came through at the no, end. Of the day. I had my struggles all the way through. <laughs> I was about to say, it was like, I kind of started getting a feel for it after like mm-hmm. like the ninth hole, after I already fucked up like 20 times. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> we had getting a, a solid couple after hits After that now. first yeah. night, we hit a stride definitely. We could tell yeah. our game was a lot better after the first night, so that was good. But, must, I mean, must be nice for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but for you, Ryan, your first time really ever playing an 18 hole and really like your first time golfing golf. Yeah. Right this is my there. first time on a course. Dude, right? your yeah. progress throughout the day was crazy because you were at the end, you were fucking, your hitting ball was great. And like, it, it was, it was good. I mean, that was hard. I can't remember how yeah. hard my first time was and that was good. Baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> I'm coming for the PGA tour. Oh, uh, facts, man. Hey, Steph, I'm coming for your title. You feel me? But nah, man. I think it was cool. It was exhausting, bro. I was not expecting it I mean, to I'm, be. I'm it's still a lot of walking. It. Yeah. I mean, you were running back and forth. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, honestly, that was my ass was hitting it all the way to one he side. I got to just into the jet back. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it was unnecessary. Like, a lot of it, like, I'd be running because I'd hit a shot so fucking bad. Right. And then I'd go chasing my ball. <laughs> thinking, like, all right, I'm taking forever. These people are catching up to me. Right, but, you know it is what it is. Hey, to be honest with you, like there was not a lot of people no, like really got, pressing up behind us like that. You know right, what I mean? We got yeah. lucky. I mean, especially the people we we let people pass through, and like they were cool. Like we didn't even let them pass through, but we did because there were two people. I was about to say, even then, I think it was just him that was playing. It, it looked like his girl, was so playing, they were yeah. super chill. But it was good we let them through because it was just that one guy playing. But we got lucky; it wasn't like super packed when we were out there. Like, wasn't a bunch of people. We had the kids coming up to us at the end, but it wasn't like we were taking. There were. Yeah, we had a four. We had a group of four kids behind us, but they were walking. So luckily, I was about to say to be honest, I didn't even notice them. Like I noticed them for a second when yeah. that whole group was there at the bottom of like what was it, hole number thirteen? We was right? on. Yeah. But then once we all made the fucking hole, uh, once we all finished that one. I didn't even see them behind us after that. You yeah. know what I mean? They probably walked away because they didn't have the cart. It was probably going to take so, them yeah. how long they to get through the back. whole thing. I don't get how people do that without a cart, bro. That, Dude, that, I would have been dead. Like a, you, you I don't be even think I would have gone. Sure. I mean, luckily, they had push carts, so there's little things you could push with yeah, it. Yeah. Is that something that you buy or is so, that yeah, something that you, you can keep buy, with yourself? So when I go to like Pleasanton, we have the fairgrounds, which is a nine hole. But you can get them. They're just like little like trolleys almost that you just put your golf bag on, you push them around oh, just so you imagine. don't have them around your shoulder the whole day. <laughs> Damn, okay, okay. But like they had those, but that's, still, man, still that's so though, like that's a lot of walking. Yeah. Spe- think of those par fives we did, the fucking five hundred yard right. hole. And think about yeah. how much of the cart path goes uphill and like Dude, around the loop and. But yeah. even outside of that, fun. think about all those times that I was hitting them like way off the course and hopping on the cart trying to find my ball. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would have given up if I did we, not have that cart. What me and Wally were talking about that. It's like, dude, if you're going 18, I don't really care how much more I'm paying. I'm going to get a cart. Yeah. Dude. Like if yeah. it's 50 bucks a cart. And the whole like, bro, then think about it. If you want to drink, you're lugging around your drinks all day in your, in your, uh, oh, your, yeah, yeah, so that, bro. Yeah, having somewhere down. to put your phone and the shit exactly. in your pockets. Exactly. Like, you don't yeah, have to worry it's, about it. It's just, 
Yeah, if you're on 18, you gotta get a car at the end of the day. I ain't gonna lie, that was fun though, whipping in that. At first, um, like was. I was over here hesitating. Yeah, because it makes it, when you're going down or you're like turning, it makes it feel like the, the whole thing's just gonna topple over. And then when you leave, you when you park the cart, and then you get in your car and leave the oh, car. Oh, dude. It makes driving so much easier. It's <laughs> just like so much lighter. Yeah. Like I didn't have to press hard on the brake. Yeah. <laughs> the wheel loose as hell. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm an amazing driver. <laughs> man, bro. Nah, it was fun though, man. I actually enjoyed the day. We definitely got to do that again. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you guys sure. ever have an extra spot, I'll just be the fourth. Hey, we'll run it back again. <laughs> sure. But nah, man. So, um... How y'all been though, man? I feel like it's been forever I since know, we've right? seen yeah. y'all. Especially with COVID and whatnot. No. I mean, shit, last time I was down here was when, for Wally's birthday, yep. when we came down here. Yeah, that was like, what, six months ago? Yeah, that was a while ago. Wow. So I Damn, there's six months. <laughs> I was looking forward to this all weekend. Like that long. Yeah. But we've been good, dude. We've just been, I mean, we're both mm. teaching from home and everything like that, so our days, like, kind of just blend together. How's the teaching the experience stuff. been? It's fine, man. Like I mean, I feel like our experiences are different, though. Super different. I was about to say, did both of y'all have teaching experience prior to COVID? Yeah. Okay, so y'all yeah. y'all can see the little yeah. difference yeah. in like... Yeah, because I was normal... Well, I'm elementary. Okay. And, but my focus was more in like the early grades, like kinder first. But then now I'm with fifth grade virtually. So it's, it's a really weird experience having like my whole program and student teaching focused around virtual learning. But it does get me into that mindset of making like modifications and accommodations to my lesson plans. Okay. Which... Normally, I would have trouble with in person. You say it's easier, like dealing with kids through virtual or like in person. Oh, definitely easier. Like yeah. I don't think I've had to do any behavioral thing. I mean, aside from like one student, but like I don't have to like manage students like in a group or if they're talking too much. Like, I can be like, hit the mute button, stay on mute, <laughs> and that's shut it. Up. <laughs> shut them up really quick. I feel like for virtual, it's like okay, from a teacher's point of view, it's like there's only so much I can control, right? Yeah. Whereas if you're like in the classroom physically face to face with them, it's like, especially from the parents, you're expected to do so much. There's a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like if you're virtual, it's just like, I mean, shit, man. I'm like teaching them through a computer. What do you expect me to do? Yeah. Facts. Yeah. It's just super different too for like me, right? I'm still going through my first couple of years. So I get like this last month or so, I've had observations when you're like a first couple of year teacher, you still mm-hmm. have to get observed. So like I'll have my VP come in to some of my classes and observe me and she's looking at like, what do you do? And I had that last year. So last year was like, I did hella fun activities. Like for one of my geometry classes, we went down the football field. We mm-hmm. like used these, they're called kilometers. These things that basically measure the angle of what you're looking at. Oh shit, okay, okay. Yeah. So like we used geometry to figure out and it was a sick lesson. But now when she comes in, I'm like, I can barely even, I can't really you do can't anything. Do like, Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. So your VP will log into the Zoom? Yeah, so she'll come yeah. in and I'll see her name pop up and she'll sit there and watch her stuff and then we'll talk at the end of it and like she'll, she'll comment on like what I was doing, this and that. Yeah. But it's just super hard because like the first couple weeks when I was teaching, how we do math nowadays, you really try to put kids in groups and you kind of want them to go and learn like and then you'll come in there to help them out. You kind of facilitate what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's super hard. The first couple weeks I was putting kids in breakout rooms, but when these kids don't have any connection with their classmates because they're not in class, yeah, every time right. I hop in these breakout rooms, they're all muted with their videos off because they don't want to talk to each other because they don't know each other at all. And, it's just and like, I feel like with your grade, though, that's really hard because I do a lot of like that online. Like I do a okay. lot of like community building, like our morning meetings are focused on getting to know each other. And some okay. of them still are. But again, that's the lower grade. And I spend like four hours with them. And you have time to do that. Exactly. I only have an hour a day yeah. with 
you know, three classes per day. So it's like, yeah, we are yeah. so far behind what we're doing in person that I barely even have time to even try to like build some stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, like, people get we're behind, bro. Like we got to get on material. Like we have things right. that next year, especially in math, it's like, you're going geometry kids. You're going to algebra two. Mm-hmm. We need to go over the stuff because you're going to need this next year. So as much yeah. as I want to like, like fucking to know you do know well, the material. That's, <laughs> that's, the like, that's the best part about teaching is like getting to know the kids and you know, yeah, like, those yeah. connections. Funny comments they have that's probably the most rewarding part. I was about yeah, to say yeah. though, but like uh, what you guys had pointed out before that, that seems like it's super interesting about the fact that these kids are not getting to know each other. I feel like that was yeah. something huge when we was that's that huge. age. Oh, yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. We don't talk about how much it fucks with like the development and like the oh, growth. Oh, there's social emotional learning. Especially for kids. You're the ones you teach. 100%. Even for high school though, like even if you, if I'm missing sophomore junior yeah. year of high school, that oh, still affects huge. me down the line. Yeah. I feel that, but yeah. think about it this way: imagine uh, how how old are the kids? They're you, ten. They're ten. 10 you know what I mean? Imagine yeah, like ten not being in a classroom. That's the developmental yeah. phase, and like right there. The thing there. that's yeah. at least good for Clarissa is like when they're that young, they're still way more. Kinda, they're still resilient. They're out there. Well, they're resilient, yeah, they're but they're still at least out there. Them. Like they want to talk to each other. And they cry and stuff and like that. With yeah. the high schoolers, it's like I'm too cool bro, to get like, to know. Yeah. Mr. M puts me in breakout rooms. I'm just gonna turn my camera off and do my work. I'm gonna sit in the back like, with my hoodie on. Well, exactly. Yeah. So and I yeah. have room. I'm to just like, be in my room. Go back to bed. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, dude. And- well, I feel like I have room to be like silly and put myself out there to make them more comfortable yeah. with yeah. you know turning their camera on or like speaking. <laughs> Nick over here trying to crack a joke. Who the fuck is this cornball? <laughs> well, in the morning, yeah. so I'll be playing music. I'm like, good morning, everybody, and then hey. he's like, hey, good morning, everyone. All right, let's yeah, get let's started. Get <laughs> and I'm Y'all like, in like two different rooms. Yeah. His class is like, yo, what's going on next door, Mr. Mendoza? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, I guess it depends on the nature of the job. Yeah. But I found that working from home, like, now that I'm more used to it as, like, a standard structure, it's, get, it's like, more stressful than actually going to the office. Really? Because, like, I still have a setup where I go into the office once a week, so I get to, like, be able to compare, like, both yeah. work settings. And I feel like when I'm home and working, I'm definitely more stressed out than Damn, when I'm in the office. That's so weird. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I yeah, would feel the opposite. Well, like, I mean, because... If you for, miss an email, then you miss everything. Like, exactly. Person, like, it's, it's all like email. you can talk to people, you can do this and that. So yeah. I'm talking to my kids, they're, hey, Mr. Ann, I need to turn this in late. Okay, fine. I write it down. But it's like I get a hundred, literally hundred emails a day, whether yeah. it's from my district or a, a kid or someone else. Yeah. And then it's like if I miss one email that some kid's like, you know, hey, I need to turn this in late. And I don't see it. It's just stressful because then I have to yep. like go through my emails, make sure I everyone accounted for at that point. If someone misses class one day, like all that stuff. It's just a little bit more. You should have them title their emails with like late. Yeah, like, like some shit that yeah. gets your attention right off. But the at, at the end of the day, like it's still kids. I was about to kids. say, like high school kids. Yeah. They're, they're, think about when yeah. we was in high school. How many times the teacher would make an announcement? How many people actually follow exactly. through with some shit like true. that? You know yeah. what I mean? It's definitely easier because I only work basically half days now. We only do we do block schedules, so I have like half my classes yeah. on Monday and half my classes on Tuesday, which is why we're so far behind because I'm only meeting up with my classes two times a week, basically. I'm yeah, only meeting okay, up okay. two times mm-hmm. a week for an hour and a half with them. So we have to fit a bunch of material inside that that time. And at the same time, it's like... I it's like college just, pace. You know, yeah, yeah, it's like I can't... That, just, that's what I get the vibe of like yeah. what, what's yeah. going on with yeah. this online learning and You can't at this point. overload the kids. Like I'm not going to sit there and actually teach an hour and a half of material because they would never retain it. I would. Yeah. Oh, especially be, through Zoom? Be, yeah, it'd be words yeah. against the wall. And then and so like you have to really plan out, okay, let's just go over this today and make sure you guys got that mm-hmm. and then we'll talk next time. But like... 
And it's you have to remember, weird. there's kids that can't learn online. Oh, like definitely. there's some of them that are not able to concentrate the way that they would in the classroom. Yeah. So it's like you have to take that into consideration, and that's where you can do. Well, it depends on what yeah. you. But I do a lot of like interactive, like online games or like Demo lessons. Okay. Wanna, yeah, I was about to say it's a little hard for you to do. Yeah. Shit I was about like to say you want to hear a funny story in terms of like this whole Zoom stuff. So we had this kid who. He doesn't come to, he comes to class, but he doesn't really do a lot in one of my classes. But I got an email from one of his teachers saying, Hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but this student made a loop of a two minute video of him sitting in his room, <laughs> looking like he's watching the thing. And so, I don't know how he did it. It like, has it uploaded it was, to his camera. It uploaded Yay. to his Zoom. And I was like, I'm not even mad. That's just super impressive that you. Bro, it's like the amount of time you spent doing that. You could have just been paying attention. And the other teachers in the email said the same thing. Like, honestly, I want to be mad, but that's pretty impressive (laughs) that the kid (laughs) came up with that. And like, and now I was dying laughing. Hey, how would they find out about it? So one one teacher said he was looking at his Zoom and. Uh, he looked at it. I think he asked him a question and he didn't respond. And then he kept looking at his Zoom and he and he, he found the loop. He saw him like, oh, he kept like looking this oh, way. He saw the repetition. He saw the yeah. repetition. And he, was, and he said the same thing. He's like, honestly, I'm kind of impressed. Like, it's a pretty good idea. Yeah. But yeah. I'll but, let him slide. Maybe the class wasn't yeah. a waste of his time. This kid's kind of smart. Well, I have some kids that are like, you could see them looking at the screen, but like, you know, they're doing something else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, tons of times I'll be stuff. like, yeah. Hello? Kids and they're, over just, here they're the like ball. smiling. <laughs> they're like smiling or laughing at something on mute. I'm like, oh, they're not paying attention. They All got, right, next got, person. Who wants something. to go? Most of them are probably on their phones, like scrolling through Twitter or some shit. Right? Yeah, it's so funny yeah. the differences of like etiquette. Like, <laughs> I remember the first couple weeks, a kid came into our Zoom class, and this is 8 30 in the morning, right? So we probably just roll out of bed. He doesn't have a shirt on, and I'm like, Bro, we're in class. You are with your. You cannot have your. He's shirt like, no, I'm not. I'm at home. I know. He's like, and he's like, oh, I'm in bed. I'm like, you cannot just have your shirt off in class, man. Like, this is the equivalent of you being in my class and having your shirt off. This is not how this works. Oh I'm gosh. like, please put a shirt on. Right. And we were laughing about it, but I'm like, you can't do that, man. Like, I was about to say, bro. The funniest thing that I've seen since like this whole Zoom thing happened was like, so I guess this. T- it was like a. It looked like a group of like maybe like a fifth grade class. And the teacher is just, you know, talking. And then uh, one of the kid's moms hops out the shower. So she's just butt naked in the back that. of the screen. I saw that one, yeah. So then literally. There's a black kid right Yeah. So that teacher's that. like, hey, yo, can you turn your camera off? Turn your camera off. And the mom turns around just dips out the screen. <laughs> like, yo. I'm oh, talking, I'm talking titties out and all oh, that, bro. That's man. humiliating. I can't lie. It's so fucked up because I've seen so many videos of people. Uh, bombing into other classes, like joining, like you know, dudes. Oh, like log- damn. And join into them and like. Wait, how the fuck would they even be able to do so that? Like, well, all you have to do is get a link at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, Zoom usually link. how it works. True that. I can send that shit to my weed. Plug. I get thirty kids, right? So I have thirty kids in my weight room, <laughs> and usually you just press omit all because you're like, okay, there's thirty yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let all of them in. But if one person sneaks in there, you, I, I never check my list of all my kids. I'm like, oh, there's thirty four people here. Okay, <laughs> let all these guys in. And then they'll come in and they'll do some effed up shit. Have you like, had have you had a couple people? I have, no, I haven't had any oh. of them, luckily enough. I, mean, I haven't either. Yeah. Because we have a district, like if you don't have a district email, yeah, luckily, then yeah. you can't get into the Zoom. Damn, okay. okay. But yeah. I've seen some videos of people going on there like this one dude goes on there and he's like fucking whipping out his nuts back <laughs> and the teacher's like, put the, please turn off your video. <laughs> he's just whipping it back and forth. Oh fuck. Bro, that's so <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> 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 
Ew. Like a pendulum. <laughs> like a pendulum. I'm like, bro. That's I'm, gotta be, oh my god. Uh, I'm like, if I was in college, the amount of trolling we could do going to random classes and shit. I was about to say, I could see that happening more with motherfuckers in high school because right, they're exactly. the ones to share the link and you know what I mean? Yeah. I couldn't really see it with. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, you'll be kids. surprised. My fifth graders are very tech savvy. Like, they, I've oh, learned yeah. a lot from them. No, I feel that, but yeah. I just don't oh, see fifth yeah. graders being like, hey, oh, take yeah. my Zoom link right. and do If oh, anything, God, no. you know what I mean? They would get in so much trouble. Yeah, high schools be doing fuck shit. Hey, bro, I'm gonna send you my link, man. Just fucking show your ass on it for the first 30 seconds. Right? Like. That's so bad. And it's so awkward because so many of these teachers are like 40 and older. So they they can't track this shit. And they don't have great technology. They're not tech savvy. So, like, they get these moments. Like, for me, it's like easy. I I just mute them. I'll automatically turn off the video. Yeah. If you're in high school and you are in quarantine, like, you wouldn't do some shit like that for fun. Bro, I I would definitely. I would definitely. No! Oh, I'd be doing bored as hell in class. I'd, like, fu- I'd be for sure joining other people's Zoom and fucking around and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> penis. <laughs> Playing the penis game on Zoom. Right. <laughs> Pop up to the Zoom like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, luckily I haven't had a kid hit a bong in my video yet, but I guarantee there's going to be some kid near the end of the year. It'll be interesting how 420 goes on a school day <laughs> if there's any kids smoking Wait, and shit. Wait, in high school? Yes. Four twenty high school, yeah. bro. What the fuck? I mean, Seniors I guess I stuff? never. Oh yeah. Oh, good I feel like motherfuckers started smoking weed I'm in not... ninth grade. Right. <laughs> like, oh no. I knew no. motherfuckers. I knew motherfuckers smoking school, like. I was about yeah, to say six, school. seventh grade, boxing up the bathrooms and yeah, shit. Yeah, I, like, I knew a lot of people that started smoking in middle. You know what's wild, bro? Like, I didn't know anybody. I, I mean, gonna, I, I didn't gonna say bro's name. The shit that shocked me, man. This is like the youngest that I ever seen somebody do some hardcore drugs, bro. This motherfucker was shooting up heroin in fucking sixth grade in my bathroom. How do you even? How do you even get your what? hands on heroin when you're a six? Like you really have to have some. That connects. shit was wild as fuck. The dude ended up getting expelled, obviously. But fucking, you really when I like, it wasn't even next. about that, bro. Like, what you doing injecting that shit right? in sixth grade? In sixth grade, like, oh. goddamn. Oh my gosh! Wow. Like, I never got that. I was just like, damn, that shit crazy, bro. That well, drug in general you know, was just weird. COVID, COVID eliminates all that shit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully. There was times, <laughs> it depends on your situation. Yeah. There was right, times yeah, last absolutely. year where a kid would come up in my room. He's usually my freshman, my honors geometry students. And they'd be like, someone's vaping in the bathroom. Because that's the big thing nowadays. Is, you know, <laughs> vaping and like someone's crazy. drooling like in the, the bathroom. Jewel, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I guess I'll call someone. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, they're probably gone at this point. Like, is it really that big of a deal? See, that's just wild, bro. Because when we was growing up, it was like, if you're going to take a hit, you're going to take this hit and you got to get the fuck out because that stank is exactly. for real. You got to be yeah. smart about it. The like, fact that motherfuckers can literally go hit a corner, rip the dude. fuck out their pen, blow exactly. it out, just keep walking to class. Yeah. yeah. First of all, and bro, then you I, got a teacher I, never, on. I never had the balls to do any like like weed or oh, nothing no, in school. Yeah. Like, no. I, the, I, yeah. I, I hated coming to school. I came to school high one yeah, time. I couldn't do that. And I, I, I knew my it. boundaries. I just hated that shit in general. Like, going anywhere with a bunch of random people if I'm getting high, I don't, don't want to go to school and like do that. I did it like once, I think, when we were seniors, and it's because we woke up hella early one day, we took like edibles, we went to club sport, which is like our gym over there, and we like, we played basketball for a couple hours, then went to school, so at that point I wasn't like super high or anything, I was coming down at that point, but even then I hate it, I'm like, I don't want to be in class hella high, like sitting there, like, what enjoyment I I I ain't gonna lie, my first period for all four of my years, two of them was PE, and then one of them was like one of my history classes with a chill ass dude. His name was Mr. Blaze, though. Right. So, like, half of us was coming in lit as fuck, like, to begin with. So, it was just like showing every- up Blaze to Mr. Blaze. That was literally the fucking joke, bro. <laughs> Everybody walked, hey, yeah, Mr. Blaze, though, do you Blaze? <laughs> and, keep- <laughs> and keep in mind, this motherfucker had been teaching our school for 30 years, you know yeah. what I mean? So, in 30 years, how many times did he hear that? He's joke? like, ho, 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 no. 
<laughs> hey, but not real shit. I feel like it really just depends on what class you had. Because it's like, I knew motherfuckers that had like AP fucking stats or some shit. They not getting high as fuck right. for their first class. Yeah. But I ain't going to lie, bro. I used to fucking go lit as fuck just for PE. What? <laughs> Being high as fuck hooping. Like, what What do they call those uh, state exams that you got to take? Oh, we got to talk the scantrons. Oh, yeah, uh, stars. We oh, star. dude, my well, no, those are the assessments. But then they have, well, it depends on. So like, What about for high school? What do they call it? Well, it depends. Like usually, for high I think it was school, the stars. They have, they have the stars. Star. They have PSATs, stars. which is just practice for that. Nah, I, they, what are you talking? It's a star was a standardized exam. Like, Every oh, year, yeah. like we so fill up any, the like those exams. You don't have to take it senior year. So like it was my junior year, and I'm like, this is the last time I ever got to take it. These things never fucking mattered. <laughs> I showed up to that thing like just zooted. Uh, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I fucking got it like a far below average or whatever the failing score was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and geez. like I, I managed to intercept that shit in the mail before my parents got it. <laughs> And yeah, I was right. Didn't end up mattering. So, bro, it was hell. <laughs> bro, the You're amount, not wrong. <laughs> the amount of people that I know that literally just drew pictures or fucking like try to shade their name using the bubbles. You know what I mean? Yeah, they just right. said fuck this test. This shit ain't doing exactly. nothing. And these the same people that you know what I mean? Like they want to tell us that this shit matters. Well, motherfuckers before, graduated from NYU. Yeah. Motherfuckers graduated from USC. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, before those star testing, well, it depends on what district. But there was this. Like law, the act, the no child left behind act. Yeah. Mm. It was if you you have to do a standardized test, or schools have to administer them, and depending on how high your school tested, then you would get more money, and how oh, yeah. low you would get less. See, okay, so it messes up people in lower income communities because they don't have enough Absolutely. resources. Damn, that okay. shit was all George and W. Then, Bush. It was, yes, it was, it was stupid ass shit. And like. Obama was the one that got rid of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. So it really messes up lower income communities because you that's know, so fucking fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucked up. How like ironic of a name that law is? No child left behind, yeah. but yet you're leaving behind all oh, the dude, children our, in the hood. Oh, our yeah. high school like, used what? to score so terribly on those. Right. <laughs> like we just they be thought awful. it would be incentives, but at the same, it, they just ended up. It, it bit people in the ass. Yeah, because no, I'm not. It bit the people they were shit. trying to fucking help exactly. in the ass. Yeah, nah. but it's like to base. Testing and like base funding that off, yeah, base funding off of how well a school does isn't fair for like schools that oh, really not. need resources. And there's a lot of schools in California that really need those resources. Yeah, and those those uh, test results don't determine no, whether. Or not if anything, deserve. I feel like it should be like opposite. opposite right? Like opposite. if you are scoring low, then obviously there you needs need to be help allocated to yeah. those areas. But they looked at it differently. Republicans always fuck everything up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hey, but speaking of school, though, bro, like, man, we lived together in four different places. Was it four or three? Yeah, we had Sunset, we had 994, and we had Surgeon. Yeah, so... But then we also were in dorms, so we were, I mean, we were with each other I was about to say, man, like, so, during our whole time in school, like, we, like, all of us have had, like, you know what I mean, a long living history together out of all that. (laughs) What would you guys say was, like, your favorite place to live at, and why? I... Favorite place to I live. I love at. 994. So it's so different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so so that different. That was a, that was a spot. Sherman was like for where we were at in our college career because most of us were on our way out. Sherman was the perfect spot because we weren't throwing parties anymore. It yeah. was it was our best place in terms of like we Kept had a nice kind of basement. Yeah. We had a cool low key spot. But in terms of like the whole college experience, nine and four was fucking lit. Like we had a yeah. duplex we had a fat backyard where we threw hella parties and shit yeah. like that was the ultimate college experience like it was like in those movies where 
there there's 100 people in your backyard like we had that shit we literally yeah. had yeah. multiple parties that where there's crazy to think about bro. crazy amount of people in our backyard and sunset was sick that, too. yeah that was the bulk of the college experience was do you remember that sick. party that you guys threw at sunset and it was like every single floor, oh, all had floor? People oh, it was, in but them. you know what's wild that was damn near happening every, every other time. fucking week <laughs> all the neighbors would be down and the backyard was packed you know? The fucking yeah. front yard. No, no, no. She's, she's talking about sunset. Oh, sunset. Yeah. Like with the three, all the three, the whole we apartment all complex. All three fucking floors packed with people. That shit. Oh, was, that was that was epic. I w- go ahead. I remember the first time we threw one, and then the cops came. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Remember the bottle? Remember the kids were throwing bottles? Yes. Off the fucking, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yes. We had to sweep it up outside. Shit, the cops made us sweep. Oh. It and up. it was. <laughs> I just remember being just shammered out there talking <laughs> to the cops. Oh, what? Bro, tell me why. So that same night, right? I had one of my coworkers who was supposed to come through. Bro, ended up calling me up. I guess I didn't. Obviously, I'm not picking up the fucking phone. There's yeah, like, right. you know, I mean, we got a whole ass function yeah. happening up there. I gave you the addy pull up. I go see him the next day. I'm like, yo, did you come through? He was like, nah, bro. I couldn't even get in at the very uh, from the very bottom of the entrance. Yeah. And to be honest, bro, like I was off of maybe a little over an eighth of shrooms, and I just didn't want to <laughs> deal with that. I'm like, bro. Imagine walking up to a scene like that just off shrooms. Oh my gosh. Right. I, I feel like your home. anxiety would just... <laughs> and you just got off of work? Yeah, like, that's the last place I would have been. Oh my God. I was dying, bro. I'm like, man, I would have tripped out if I just seen that many people and I'm shrewd and just hit a corner like, what? <laughs> but honestly, bro, I'd say 994 was the yeah. best spot just off the fact that that was the only place we lived at for consecutive years or for more yeah, than one right? year. Right, yeah. yeah. And that was just the peak of our college experience. Like, we were all sophomore juniors, so like, we, we had... We had the friend group. We had a bunch of people we knew, and it was just a perfect time to throw parties and mm-hmm. like it fucking worked. Like and it was in a good a like position too when the tailgates would happen too. You guys yeah. were, yeah. were hella close, we yeah. Right yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. were super close to the football. We actually field. had a couple pregames right before the tailgates. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bro, you know what's crazy though? What you was talking about, like closeness. That's the one thing I didn't realize how close Sunset was as far as getting to campus. Oh, yeah. Doing shit on campus because it always felt like we're all the way on the side of campus but in reality, we're literally two streets next to it. basically like you're, you're on campus when you live at Sunset because you're like right behind CVB. But see, hey, but see, we yeah. never we never saw it that way because exactly, all of us was on Joe West or fucking yeah, on the yeah, bricks. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How many so, classes I skipped because of 994 because it was just a freaking mob down there. She was like, like a 10 minute walk just to oh get to the God. tip of campus. You used to bike ride until that one time your bike got I, stolen. My bike got stolen <laughs> in my backyard, yeah. <laughs> It was bound to happen. I knew it was going to happen at one point. But yes, yeah, so many classes. Oh, I hey, can we talk about, about the audacity of the homeless people in our oh backyard? Oh my God, dude. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Seven in the morning, going through our trash and stuff. But like, see, and, and to give y'all context, bro, it's not even just going through your trash that's on the fucking driveway or something. We're talking about dipping through the backyard where and our, our gate gates close, yeah. all that. Trespassing. Yeah. Or, <laughs> well, literally. that one literally. time, we came through the gate and... um. We saw this guy on the side of the uh, the house, and Nick goes, uh, wh- "Who are you?" He goes, well, "Do you do you live here?" I'm like, "Yeah, I live here." <laughs> Bro, even if you didn't live <laughs> here, he asked me, "Who are you?" I said, "I fucking live here, dude." <laughs> Fuck you talking to? You trying to fight? Like, who the fuck are you? Like, the don't, fuck? don't give me the who are you. I got keys to this place, bro. <laughs> who are you means get the fuck out of here. The audacity. <laughs> hey, y'all bro. remember that lady across, like right next to us that was just always bitching about call the cops shit about the fucking right trash and shit? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the one in the yellow house. Like how oh, you gonna how, how, how are you literally about to call and complain about our trash, which is on the other side like, of where the fuck you well, at? Just that's just you know people that have. A and then I think, I think her car got broken into one time and she was like, I think, I remember. No, no, that. it wasn't her car. I remember that night that fucking Phil's car got smacked because that one dude was driving oh, and then she came out. Yeah, 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 I remember that shit, yeah. 
That was crazy. We were up at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> All we hear, ding, ding, ding. Like, what the fuck? I, Phil got hella lucky, or no? Yeah, because Phil remember Phil was parked, but his car didn't get hit. He was and, like an inch. It was the car Axel right behind him. Remember the dude, right? the truck. That's yeah. who it was. It was Axel's uh, got fucked dude, up. He was so drunk, bro. Yeah, Phil's car. Bro, it, you it know that? Hits. You remember that dude? Like the dude that was driving. When we pulled out. We we're like trying to talk to him. He yeah. almost fucking drove you over. Yeah, bro. Because we're talking. <gasps> yeah, because like, Nick's like, bro, stop it. I'm like, bro, just move out. Yeah, we should honestly, we should have took the keys out of the car, but we didn't really know what's going on. Yeah. That's pretty freaking morning. And you don't know. Oh, yeah, he just dips down. He can't drive because his tires all fucked up. Literally, one shit's popped and it's literally dragging down. Did he try to get away? Yeah, he was driving all your the way down. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty oh, sure we saw God. the cops go by because they, they got his license. They had to find yeah. it because but even there's outside, a fat tire, yeah, I was about to there's say. a fat tire track. Not even a tire, bro. That's from the metal <laughs> yeah, scraping. Exactly. So that shit. Evidence. <laughs> <laughs> he left. He got lucky because if he hit Phil Carr, that dude was about to get punked on sight right there. But even so. outside that, he's lucky he didn't fucking kill nobody. Oh, exactly. Because yeah. one, you don't got insurance. Oh, Two, yeah. you're fucking did just did a hit and run, and three, you just injured somebody. Oh, you fucked. You already fucked. Phil's yeah. car, he wouldn't even notice. Like, I could take a hammer to Phil's side of the car and just well, smack it, and he wouldn't notice. Phil, Phil, Phil would have filled up his car with diesel or something. Oh, don't say that. It was cheaper, don't bro. Don't say that. Cheaper, bro. That was the... Not the diesel. And that was the worst moment of- the worst thing because it was so fucking hilarious. Hey, I hey, felt so bad. Was it, no, hey, it was, it was y'all two DJing him, right? It was no, me, DJing no, Phil. No, I wasn't there. Oh, okay, it was supposed okay. to be just a quick trip to 7-Eleven and I ended up going home on a fucking tow truck because he put <laughs> diesel in his fucking car on our way back home Bro, it was because cheaper. he needed to fill oh, up. He's like, oh, the diesel is cheaper and there's a whole oh, separate my. thing for it. So let me just fill up my car with diesel. Fill oh up my the car bro. with diesel. Even I, and then it didn't start. Oh wow, big shocker. Like, bro, <laughs> you know, when you and DJ pulled in and fucking told this to us, I was dying, Oh my bro. god, bro. It took everything in me not to die laughing That's in the tow truck. And like, Phil was just like, seething. Phil he was hella mad. Like, I'm like, who are you mad at? I'm so he sorry, Phil. I'm like, all I wanted to do was just laugh my ass off. I'm like, bro, I don't care. Love you, Phil. I don't care. I'm so sorry. I don't care how little of car knowledge you have. It's an it's like an unspoken about thing. Like it's not even something that has to be said. If you go, oh, can I fill up my car with diesel? Do you have a diesel car? No. Well, then you can't fill it up with diesel. That's how these things work. Like I don't know. Had I not heard about right? that That's story, what I think. you would had never I not, do it. I, but you would never have the. Ball. I would have never known that yeah. though. But I would have never known. That legit. Be said, like, do you have a diesel car? It's a yes or no answer. If it's no, then you can't put, put diesel, diesel in your car. Man was looking at the pump trying to decide. He's do I want to save? Oh, what's the worst that could happen? Literally, how much money do you save? Two dollars maybe by doing that? And then yeah. you had to pay 500 to get it flooded or whatever? Like, oh, Hey, I'm not going to pay 300 bucks to get the shit towed from oh. the 7-Eleven. You know, like where like the yeah, library like, is? Yeah. 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 Up to nine nine four. That's not that far of a distance. Oh Three hundred bucks. That's so oh, no. Bro, I ain't gonna lie to this day though, and it probably wasn't for you, Nick. But the funniest moment in nine nine four. Don't. Me and fucking Almir are sitting in the car don't, getting ready to go don't, to campus. Oh don't, God, please, so please don't I'm bring sorry. that up. Please. It's, it's all love now, bro. Oh, yeah. Should we, should we tell the whole thing? Oh, yeah. So so we getting ready to go on campus, me and Almir, right? And then I don't even want to Clarissa's going to meet up with Nick, pick him up, and bring him back. So, yeah, me and Almir hop in Nick's car. Clarissa drives us. We're literally coming out of the driveway. Where the gate is. Where the where the gate is. The gate was like paint, like yeah. it's like yellow paint. <laughs> <laughs> so she hits that turn, she's gone, she's gone, everything's good. And then next thing I know, I just see the side mirror just <laughs> crack. 
at another one of those moments, me and Amir look at each other and we're trying so hard not to Bruh, laugh. I don't think I've ever been so scared. No, in my because life. And that's the thing that kept us from laughing because we're like, yo, we feel so bad for her, but this is the funniest. He was taking a final or some shit. He was taking a final. I come out of my final. I come out of my final. It kicked my fucking ass, and I knew I fucking failed that final. And I come out, and at that point, I'm just so dejected. Oh my I'm just God, like, I just want to get home and drink. And then I pull up and Clarissa's is like, don't be mad at me. And she tells me her story. And at that point, it's one of those when you're already so dejected, you're just like. No, you had known already. And you when you, oh, start you went straight to your car. But you know what? That's when I knew that you were a really great guy. Because you did not get angry with me. I was already so down and out. Like, you like, were like, just like, No, but it's home. like you, he easily he, could have, you know, yelled at me. Yeah. Like, he, like, given the fact that he just came back from a final. I ain't gonna lie. He was mad calm when he pulled up. I will give him that. Yeah. And so it's. Just like to be able to handle that situation without yelling at me. But like, to be honest, Carissa, like I feel it. Why you probably react the way way you did? I didn't think that he was gonna be as mad on the situation because it ain't like you fucked yeah. up the whole car. No, it was just right. it was literally yeah, just the mirror. Right. You know what I mean? But it was. But from your situation, it's just no, like because get this. So when you got in the car, I was like, oh my gosh, my first passengers. Like I'm so excited <laughs> was, to take you guys. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I hella yeah. forgot about that ass. And I was like, oh. Fuck. And then so. How long before that did you start dri- like driving? Driving. I, well, I didn't she, even have she my was permit. Been, yeah, because she didn't. No, but I, I know you was practicing. Like, oh, probably like a month. Or so. Damn. Yeah. Okay. She would drive me all the time, and like she she back out of it. And, and I would, you know, yeah, like it was fine. I would drive, you know. Another Might have just been having new people in for. I know. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Another like, funny Clarissa yeah. driving story. So this is Stop. when Clarissa. Welcome to the Clarissa Crashes podcast. I, okay, <laughs> since I just want to say, since then I've had a great, driving driving record. Record. <laughs> a great driving record. But this story's funny. So I'm going. We're, we're going driving out. back to San Jose. So <laughs> we're going out to Hayward because I have to take my credential program oh, interview. Shit. So I'm all dressed up and I'm taking my. I'm about to head out to Hayward from San Jose from 994 to take my credential interview. So I'm already kind of nervous and I'm like, okay, you can drive me there. Because she was still, I think at this point she had her permit and she was practicing yeah. for her driver's test. And she's like, okay. So he wanted me to drive on the on the freeway. freeway. So we're pulling up and we take that right onto the on-ramp and there's those big potholes, you know, coming from 994. Yeah. There's those big yeah. potholes. And she goes right over a fucking pothole. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't sound too bad, whatever. Halfway getting there, I'm dressed up in my polo, my fucking like nice, looking good for an interview. I hear the car, do 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 do. I'm like, oh my and god. And we were we on the fucking, left side of the freeway. We have a fucking flat tire. <laughs> and I'm like, pull over. So, I so over. we get out there. Luckily, I have a pair of fucking shorts and everything. I have to change out of my interview clothes, put on my shorts, put on a bullshit t-shirt so I can go under the car, jack it up, and change, change my the tire. tire. And luckily, we left hella early. So I wasn't late, but I remember just changing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm supposed to go to my interview. Again. And I'll be all sweaty going back in my other fucking clothes. Like, this is so bad. But in Cloyce's defense, when we got to San Jose, she bought me a new tire. We put it on and we came back. But again, he didn't get mad at me. (laughs) He is an amazing boyfriend. If you don't stay calm, shit just gets worse. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Which, it's just that bad. Getting that yeah. mad doesn't solve it. Doesn't anything. help. It just makes everything. But worse. we've had our fair share of like car breakdowns, like <laughs> we yeah, about our relationship. Really both of us. Well, yeah, both Fuck of us. you. <laughs> we went out to Tahoe one time, and my dad just fixed my. It was like my coolant tube, and he told us he's like, I don't know if you should go there, like blah blah. I'm like, You're like, we'll I'm be like fine. my car's fixed. Like <laughs> we'll I should be, okay. be good. Yeah. And I was right at the end. I'm like, my car's fixed. We should be good. 
Yeah. The only thing is, when my dad put in my coolant tube, there's your your belt that goes around your car that gets yeah. like your car around going. the accelerator. He put okay. it too close, so the belt was rubbing against the tube. So halfway up the Tahoe, my coolant starts leaking because the belt was rubbing against the tube and it put a hole in it. Damn. And I literally had to call my dad. It was the worst feeling because my dad was telling me you probably shouldn't drive. And I was like, dude, we just fixed it. <laughs> Yo, we should have listened to Jeff. We should have listened to Jeff. Dixon, like an hour from SF, I'm like. Uh, dad, you need to come pick us up. <laughs> and like, to be fair, obviously it was his fault that it fucking went down. It wasn't like the car broke down. It was but his fault because he, he still picked us up. He did. He came fixed out there and the picked car. us up. Bro, but, it's, it's yeah. just that moment of he told you you're not right, to drive. Yeah. Now you call it about a. Hey. But it's so <laughs> awkward. So I'm like, you were right at the same time. You were wrong. You it was fucked, your fault. You fucked it up. So you were right. Everything you said was gonna happen happened. Can you help but me? You <laughs> know what? That Mustang though, like when when it finally just was on its uh, last we got so leg. So lucky that when that thing broke down, we had AAA, so you get a, like a 50 mile radius of being towed. Yeah. We drove it down to slow for was it our anniversary. Our or anniversary. Something? It's like our and third. And we were coming back second. up, and luckily we were 10. We were in like. Pascal were like 10 miles away from being back at home and it breaks down 10 miles away. And it was just a blessing because like this thing could have broken down. I remember down that like, yeah. It was like clicking Anywhere around five hours. Yeah, yeah, right? And luckily it was in the range of AAA where it didn't cost me anything to tow it back yeah. home. And I was like, and that was the end of the Mustang. I was like, at least it ended like that. It didn't end with I was Pascal, sad though. Slow. Like that Mustang was like the that reason why was we were able yeah, to that see was, that bro. Do you guys so remember often. the knife slash in my Mustang yeah. when that guy came <laughs> in our backyard? You, know, you guys know how lucky I was that night? Because you didn't keep from, any old tips. I came tips. back from serving. Damn. And I had like two days of serving. So I had like $300 in cash in my middle console. And this, you had your check too, huh? Yeah. Uh, no, well, you checked check it is, out, but like. Yeah, the check is. He I mean, can only do so much with the check. I yeah. Have it it would have been a bitch to go through the process again. But I had $300 in tips. This dude, for some reason, knifes the back of my. Because it's a convertible. He knifes the back of the convertible where you can't even access anything. And then someone must have came outside or something because I'm like, if you went that far, you would just do it again. All you literally had to put was your hand because I remember we were well, sitting yeah. there. You had to put your hand. But he did it in the wrong part. There was the window, and then he did it where it's like near my trunk where you can't get into oh. it. All you had to do was knife the next section next to it and then unlock the car. But someone must have come outside or something because yeah. he didn't do it. And I was just like, bro. And I, I honestly, I never, I never left my tips because it's fucking Sam's Day. I'm not yeah. gonna be like, that was well, like one night I came anyone. home and I was just like. <laughs> Fuck it, like, you know, I rush in, you're just getting home from work. And I got so lucky that night, there was so much money in there. But that was our backyard, just anyone. Just anyone, anyone could come, come and go. Bro, hella random. But do y'all, were you there that day? Because I know you and me was when the fucking, uh, the, the electric lines just fell on our front yard. Yeah, I remember that. Big ass truck just came and pulled all the wires yeah, from 7th yeah. Street. Bro, it's all landing in our front how, yard. How have we not gotten into the craziest story of when we threw our very, very, very first party? At oh Sunset Hall, God, and y'all niggas got your shit robbed. Bro. <gasps> oh, yeah! Still to this day, I have no idea if it the was. The only time in my life like, I've, I've ever been a funny feeling it was our neighbor. I right? think it was too. Who shall remain un- unnamed? Was, yeah, what's so man. crazy is they came into our room, and obviously we were both hammered and passed. I cannot believe we didn't hear any of it. Bro, like, even outside of that, like we ain't gonna say his name, but the homie that was sitting on the couch is just like, damn, bro. Like, the oh, fact, really? brother. We had a homie sitting on the couch, but he was passed the fuck yeah. out. Everybody was fucked up from like, that day. To give some context to the people still watching, so we threw our first party at an apartment our complex. Very first apartment, an apartment complex, Third and floor. us being like nineteen-year-old dumbasses, we left the shit unlocked and well, went we to left sleep. Our, we left our window. The, the, the window, window, the sliding window, door unlocked. Everybody was drunk and yeah. passed out. We wake up the next morning. 
Um, all the electronics we left like out on Near the living Ronnie's room are gone. Like gone. him and Ronnie's laptops are gone. The chargers are gone, and just a whole bunch of other shit. PlayStation controllers. They, they came into our room. Literally, they opened our door, came to our room, and the, took it. But the wild thing is, too, bro, That's is like scary. if you remember where our beds were and where our tables were, yeah. our desks were literally right next to that door. Exactly. Yeah. I think you guys were the only ones that slept that night with your like door swung wide open. And that I might know, have been why. I don't know if we... Maybe we did. I don't know if we Because if you remember the room that you... I think you guys had the biggest we had the room. First day, we had the, we yeah, had the very the first one, one in the hallway. Yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. And the, the first right. one. Yeah. yeah. That shit made me so mad, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Only time in my life I've been caught slipping. Do you guys... Do you remember that one time at 9 at 4, Ronnie? I'm pretty sure me and you were the only ones home. When that random dude came and door checked us, he knocked on our door and we opened it up and we were like, what's up? And he was just like... Uh, yeah, and we were looking at each other like, "What if nobody got answered?" Door checked. Like this dude was literally checking to see if we're home because he knocked on the door. We opened up, and the obviously the sliding door was still there. Yeah. And we're like, "What's up, bro?" And this dude's like our age, like twenty twenty one. And he's just like, <laughs> "Oh, never mind." He walks away, and me and I are like, "Bro, that's fucking sketch." This dude just yeah. literally knocks on the door. What if he just no, that's the what door. if he went? That's called door Knocked checking. Knocked on the wrong that's door. That's literally door checking. And saw you guys and didn't yeah. know you. That's, that's hard. No. You, you yeah. can say, hey, oh, I thought my homie lived here. Because, bro, you got to think You gotta think how many people before what? us had, no, but even before us had lived at that same place. Yeah. That place was known as a function house before we even moved yeah, in. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. distinguishable. And I'm talking about like maybe yeah. 10, 15, 20 years for however right? the fuck long Agnes and fucking Anthony had that place. You that know what I mean? I was so mad that I'm like, this dude literally just door checked us like, Oh my god! Especially wow. after our last incident, our other one, we're like we're locking everything up every fucking night. We had a lot of we had a lot of motherfuckers that were trying to like test. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, bro. It was just hard to control everybody. Yeah, dude. We that had one a... time at the Halloween party you guys had, someone tried to fight you in the bro, hallway. Bro, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, why would you want to uh, fight that, him? That was re- that dude was an idiot. He was fucking yeah. Oh, were, he spat were... in your closet. Yeah, he spat oh, that was the motherfucker Never? that was trying oh, to use the bathroom, right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So checked him. Yo, wasn't that when Ali? Next thing I know, it's five niggas shoving him out the fucking door. Hey, shout out to Ali and shout out to Nevin. He ate shit like three times on his way out. Oh yeah, fuck out of here. Nevin, I love Nevin. He came up and I didn't know Nevin was even in there, but I came up. Oh no, I talked. Him because I pressed his camera, like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like sitting there. I'm like, fuck this. And I walk out looking for people. I see Nevin. I'm like, bro, this dude just spit in our fucking closet. And Nevin's like, who? I'm like, <laughs> Nevin, Nevin literally he got runs fucking up, tossed out like jazz from the fresh person. Nevin literally, literally just bro. run up to that kid, throw him out, yeah. say, get the fuck out of here, blah blah. Another funny story where Nevin's ass saved me. Remember, uh, we had to Lola? stop Nevin from swinging on that. Remember kid. Nevin's friend <laughs> Lola or uh, Lalo. Lalo. Yeah. Shoot. So I was doing fucking door management in the front or whatever, door checking in the front. And these two dudes jump our fucking gate. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, bro, what are y'all doing? Like, we'll let you in, blah, blah, blah. And they go up to these two fucking big dudes. They do not, they, you can tell they just came off the street. And they're like, the fuck are you going to do about it? I was like, oh, my God, this is so bad. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm starting to backstep. Also, Lola think. comes out of nowhere. And he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing here, bro? Like, you guys really trying to step in my homie, blah, blah, blah. And like, out of nowhere, this dude comes in. They back off. I turn around. I'm like... Bruh, I was really about to get jumped right now. Yeah. Thank you so fucking yeah, much. That dude like, was big as fuck. So, yeah. And Lola literally, every time I saw Lola, I would always tell him, like, bro, I fucking love you. You <laughs> saved my ass. Jeez. Yeah, man. Memories, bro. You guys had weird, well, crazy. The homies always yeah. got the back, man. Every you had time. a lot of people yeah. coming into your parties, though. Like, adults. Like, No, we had a bunch of sketchy adults. motherfuckers. We made a lot, we of, money. Like, we made a lot of money at the doors, though. Bruh, we made a facts. lot of money. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I wouldn't, because... 
the first couple functions we threw, like especially at that house, it was, it was really just about fucking. We got a house, let's turn up, let's kick it. Yeah. It wasn't until people to come in, you feel we, me. It yeah. wasn't until the second year that I was like, let we me try to make some money out of this yeah. shit. And it ain't even <laughs> to keep it. Funniest shit was like I remember like one of the functions. It was like. Go out to the fucking shit. I just want to go kick it at the door. I'm making anybody pay while I'm up here. I'm making easy 80. Cool. Let me just make my money. All right. Anybody else can come in now. I'm walking <laughs> past the people I just made pay. Like, oh, hey, funny. man, I just needed some bread. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. God, I remember the scariest time. Which Remember that someone was like, bro, someone fucking had a gun out there in the backyard, blah, blah. And we were fucking tripping. Bro, no. Do you... Uh, uh, do you remember? Because it was um, Lala was there with me too. This was up in I the think front. That was that same night, actually. Bro, yeah, fucking, yeah. Uh, I'm over here like me and Lalo getting into it with some ran- like a random group of two dudes. You know what I mean? Or I mean, it was like a group of like three or four. These like uh, Mexican fools. They all from San Jose too. You know what I mean? Next thing I know, bro pulled out a gun on me and all that <gasps> shit. You know what I mean? Lalo sitting over there having my back the whole time. I'm sitting there like, damn, bro, this shit a trip. Now looking back at it, you know, at the moment you drunk. Yeah. Man, fuck that. You ain't finna use it. Now looking back, I'm like, yo. Yeah, gunpoint. Oh my gosh. That shit crazy. It is what it is. But hey, we had a lot of memories, bro. Roommate Chronicles, that shit will continue. It will, man. Um... We should definitely have you guys back on, man. Because uh, definitely. I mean, I feel like we, we haven't scratched the surface into the amount of stories. <laughs> <laughs> we have to tell. A lot more, a lot more stories we can undercover. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> nah, man, we appreciate y'all for coming though, for real. Oh, like, of you know course, I mean? thanks definitely. for having us. This I was, so especially fun. you. I know it's been like this is your first time on a pod. I know oh, we had gosh, you on a couple no, before, but I it's cool to have the couples together too. You know what I mean? But for sure, man. We're going to take us home, man, for another episode of the Two Coin Podcast. We signing out. I'm your boy Walid. It's your boy Ronnie, and we out. Peace. Bye.